Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the second hour of the greatest sports show you've ever heard in your life, at least through today, the Playmakers. Facts only, Lindsey. What's your name again? Adrian Hernandez. That's right. My name is Lindsey Brown, and... Always can't assume that people got the same short-term memory you do. No, this is very true. We always got to identify ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pushing through the day, Lindsay. I'm, my body, Lindsay, got to be honest, I am so sore. Why? What happened? Uh, this whole trying to be healthy thing. I saw your streak. It's alive and well. It is. But How last, many days has it been? Last, so I've gone to the gym five out of the past seven. I, I was just kind of lazy this past nope, weekend. Nope. That's so, negative talk we do not need in this life. Saturday and Sunday, I chose to sleep because oh, yeah, that's just as important for my Rest health. Rest is just as important as working out. But last week was, was strictly cardio. Last oh, night Linda. was cardio plus, plus the return of the weights. So are you cardio before you lift or lift before cardio? Um, It, it depends sometimes. So I, I try to do 60 minutes. And I, cardio? I do, yeah. Try to do 60 <laughs> minutes. Holy cannoli! And then I push it and I, I do something do that. that I don't think I should. Um, but I try to do 60 minutes and then do the 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 weights sure. or back and forth or leg day or whatever the case. Uh, yesterday, I did 30 minutes, 33 minutes to be exact. Uh, and then we hit the weights. It was nice because it was midnight and there wasn't that many people there. Um, Which you're a fan of. Yes, because I, I just want access to what I need without having to wait yeah. or to worry. Also, sometimes my shirt lifts up and my belly gets showing. Yep, self-consciousness is absolutely a thing we all have to deal with. Exactly. At that. differing degrees, for sure. No, 100%. So, no, it was just... I was I, I I didn't finish completely. I did six out of the eight reps because I looked and it was almost one a.m. Mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta be up in five hours for my son. So I will finish those today. Hey, one day in a row. Thank you. That's all. That's all you can ask, and that's why I I, I know that there are, are fitness people that do this for a living. I used to coach dry land, so I did it at a much lesser degree. But as a college athlete who worked out for most of her life, like. It's so easy to get into a negative mindset and to get in an unhealthy relationship with working out, be that where you go too much or you decide to not go anymore because it becomes a negative place. Yeah, and that my goal this year is for it to become yep. a, a place of peace. And so there are going to be plenty of things working against you in this world, in the gym, outside of it, whatever. So you might as well minimize the ones that you got. So laziness, no, 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 that, that's not about that life. Thank not you, about Lindsay. that life. And if there are any trainers that are listening, any tips, you should hit me up on Twitter. Yeah. At Adrian Radio 93, Adrian Radio 93. It's a great sales opportunity if you really think about it. 
training with Adrian. Alvac. Could be you. <coughs> What's up? Alvac, that's where you're at. <coughs> yeah, no, we, we in Pretty there. Pretty sweet. Nice place? I see yeah. them everywhere. I haven't been in one. Yeah, no, they're nice. The, I they, hate gyms. the reason the reason that they like they get my money is because they have the uh the play area for the kids. Mm. So you could take the kiddos. It's always nice. But always my kid convenient. slapped a kid for not passing him the ball. So, so he's on first allowed. warning. Oh, no, he's okay. on first warning. So he's not on probation yet? Yeah. Oh, that's good. It's cool because on the TVs you can watch your basic cable, but then channel 99 is the security feed. Stop it. Which is kind of creepy. Stop it. If you People can it. watch their kids while yeah. they're working out? That's yeah. weird as hell. Oh, it's definitely creepy because like, you know. What if someone found out that didn't have kids and was kind of uh, just, uh, yeah. So it was a little scary, but oh it is also God. good to see. Oh, my God. I'm not going to sleep tonight either. My goodness. That's and then this other time, they, they said something that my son did something, and they couldn't explain it fully. And I'm like, well, he didn't just do this unprovoked because he's never done well, it. Well, he's a disruptor. Yeah. Is. It's, it's just going to happen. He's going to live his life loud, and that's all right. Some people aren't going to be able to handle it, but that doesn't mean he needs to be punished. Facts. Look at you. Thank you. Full of sage advice when uh, I allow my other BS to get out of the way. But usually the sports put it there, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> or just no, like the world. Real. But when it comes to making changes in your life, it's it's a top to bottom process. Be that you, Adrian, with your with your individual goals at the gym, or maybe you're talking like organizational level. Uh, we got news today that the NFL is absolutely going to be changing the overtime rules, at least just in the postseason, which is, I think, the distinction that truly matters. Because we think that it has to be like this sweeping change for, uh, that, that is applicable to everything. And in some areas of our life, we certainly need sweeping changes, but not necessarily when it comes to like overtime rules in the NFL. Because regular season, we know that they don't want to be putting their players in more vulnerable positions, especially as you're worn down in the game. Your body's yeah. going to be uh, a, a lot more susceptible to injury. And I get it. 60 minutes, nobody's decided. If you score a touchdown in the regular season in the first possession overtime, game's over. But in the playoffs, Josh Allen gets a crack. Yeah. If that game is replayed. So you want me to tell yeah, the, the official go, rule? Yeah, exactly. So um, it, the rule is that if the uh, if each team gets a possession, mm-hmm. each team is guaranteed a possession. Um, and then, so if Team A scores a touchdown, Team B scores a touchdown, uh, and the, the game is still tied after each team has a possession, uh, the game will then go back to the traditional sudden death. Okay. So... That that is it. Every team. Everybody gets a turn. Yep. Everybody gets a participation trophy in overtime in playoffs. I think this is a good change, and like I said, uh, the the nuance there is uh, certainly uh, needed. But I was thinking about just rule changes and the the consequences that they have because I feel like the NFL lately has focused a lot about the getting things right aspect of the rules, like what's a catch, what's uh what can we challenge, what can we like. The stuff that slows down the game, truthfully, the stuff outside of the whistles itself. And I'm like, well, where can we make improvements in gameplay? Because there's no way that it's a perfect product. But the NFL might be damn near close to it. And it doesn't even matter because they're the ones that set the standard. And so they can get away with a lot more because we don't even notice half the mistakes they make until they're made around the second time by somebody else or another team or another league entirely. The only thing that I could come up with that I think would be kind of fun to explore in terms of a rule change for gameplay, I would like that clock to be running at all times. I would like to say, oh, you you, you made a 40-yard play and your quarterback ran it halfway down? Oh, you got to run your ass back because you got to get the ball down and snap. And that would require some changes in terms of 
what footballs are allowed to be spotted and the refs uh, intervention points and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think it would add a whole different layer of chaos where all of a sudden you kind of have a more fluid shot clock. And we see it all the time with the the throwing the ball out of bounds or, or an incomplete pass where it stops. Like, so what saying, if it doesn't? So you're saying even on the incomplete pass or a catch that goes out of bounds, clock still runs. See, that's where I'm like, I'm willing to explore because that those are the two areas in which I think it's that is most manipulated. I can't, I can't remember if the AFL or the XFL tried this. I do know that in college when the score is like super, super diluted and like Oklahoma's beating Texas Tech Community College, they let the clock run. Huge day um, for Texas Tech in your brain. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I, I, the reason I don't like that is because of the fact that it kind of takes out strategy. That's true. Um, I enjoy making fun of Mike McCarthy for not being able to handle a clock because it's too complex. And on but the flip side, but then we might finally get him out of the league because then the the <laughs> the, the, the degree of 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 steepness of the have and have nots is going to be on full display, right? Yeah, hundred percent. We're gonna find out exactly who's managing their clock. If, if I had I said to clock. If I had to change something, it's not necessarily a rule. I think it would be the mentality that the owners come up with here in these owners' meetings, and then they they bring it down to the referees. Well, every year they pick on something yes. specifically. Case in point, this year with the taunting and the sportsmanship, and then they so just dumb. nail every team until week six or seven of the season, and then it doesn't exist anymore. Or I don't get it. Like Tyreek can throw up the peace sign. And that's not taunting, but another player can like give the ball to the ref a little bit aggressively. It like, sounds I don't like understand the, the consistency. The, the teams that get the short end of the stick of this particular year don't know how to deal with their negative emotions, so they have to displace them to everybody else. Yeah. That's kind of BS if you think about it. No, like, I, just deal with it because some years you're absolutely gonna get the bad call. Like we could say, well, holding can be called on every single play, especially when Green Bay is. Like we know this. And we know that certain quarterbacks are going to get a few more calls or a few more swallowed whistles. Like it, it, it's just how it works, and I, that's where I'm I'm pleading with fans because I think that's where most of this is driven to leave room for imperfection. That's why I don't like your your quote. That's why I'm changing it in your brain because we have this unrealistic idea in our minds that success is inevitable, that it's automatic, especially in football. Red zone, you should be able to score easy, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like you have a, 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 a snarling defense on the other side who are uniquely trained to stop you in this moment and are just as motivated. Like, and I, have I, less field to cover. Absolutely. <laughs> and so I, I want people to look at that from, from a standpoint that it isn't always, well, we need to get this right. Because ultimately that takes away from the, the product itself because the game – Whatever that game is, whatever sport, that's an art form. We know this. And so us trying to explain it with our human problems causes a lot of a lot of us distress. We we can do a better job of minimizing that. I just think with gambling money, I don't know yeah. how the transparency and in, in, in how the honesty isn't going to be shown with how much money. And now it is legal money and it is deals where... If it screws over a sports book, if if yeah. if MGM gets messed up, you don't think they're going to say something to the NFL like, hey. Oh, and, yeah. and I think it's actually happened. Um, there's been some instances, and it's been small, but like the NBA, they'll go back sometimes two days later and change like they'll give a rebound or an assist to someone else. Right. So therefore that messes up the over and unders on stuff. Right. So uh, the, 
the tra- I think transparency is going to be key for all these leagues. Well, and at then the we should be time, upfront and honest about all of our injuries and stuff then, too, and yeah. who's going to play when and who's available truly because that's the thing. You're, you're absolutely right. We need to have uh, some form of trackability, almost to an exhaustive point. But there's tons of people that say, oh, we need it in this area, but not this. And that you want to talk yeah, about the, the no, poster yeah. child for um, – Pay attention, pay no attention to what's going on behind the curtain or look at this hand. This one's clean, even though this one has been in a hockey glove for for 10 days, hasn't been washed. There's bacteria growing on your fingernails. Already given away. It's the NHL. It's 100% the NHL. And they had an opportunity today to change some own rules of themselves in terms of the long-term IR cap circumvention that allegedly some teams are utilizing. Maybe one in this very town. Um... (laughs) Gary Bettman, being the moral beacon that he's enabled himself to be, said that he doesn't see a degree of abuse that would warrant further, I mean, at least stamping out the the notion of maybe we need to explore this. They've, they've tabled it. They're going to explore it at the next meeting in Palm Springs. We're going to talk about next time so we can come back to Palm Springs. So next year, right? Yeah. But I'm like, well, you have a problem. Multiple people have 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 utilized this back door, this particular trap door. How is this not like a problem to you? Like the fact that two people that two teams have used it, whether it's for insidious reasons or not, but now everybody knows about it too. But Gare Bear says, I know abuse when I see it, right? Exactly. He's he's the dude. He's the dude to pick. And it's hard because with with that non-change. I think in a lot of ways is a larger conversation about a hypothesis that I have about the NHL really not caring about growth. Truly, we're not going to get into it right now because they do do things right. All sports teams do, all franchises, all of the this this sewage that we have to seep through every day in media and life and everything else, there is absolutely a silver lining in everything too because the NHL has been making changes to the, more of their gameplay, so kind of like the opposite of what we were talking about with the NFL – into their in-game stuff. And you're seeing some of the benefits being put on display. We're seeing scoring unlike we've ever seen before. A milestone hit that they haven't seen in 26 years. And this is really, you want to go back to where this started. We're talking about all the rule changes that happened 17 years ago that Gary talks about in terms of the lockout when there was the dead puck era where there were a lot of people weren't scoring a lot of goals because we were just going to play defense, keep it to the outside. And goalies were allowed to kind of roam and be a, a, a third defenseman. So you put the trapezoid in. A few years later, we, we, we shrink the neutral zone, just like all the goalie pads, which we've done like four or five times because apparently they're the problem, even though our people can't score. But now we've done it to a point where we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players, including a defenseman, all on pace for 100-point campaigns. Huge, humongous deal for this team. Like That's I said, awesome. scoring that they haven't seen in a very, very long time. And evidence that we can do things right and and do things with foresight as well, with wherewithal. And now we can't always say, well, I made this decision two years ago and I knew exactly where I was going to be today because we all know that's a lie. Like I had the dream of having my, my own sports radio show when I moved here in 2019 did I expect to be sitting across from you in this chair in this building? No. But here we are. And it, I think it further underscores my frustration, um, Travis Yost's conversation that we had uh, with him last week, which is available to you on the Odyssey app for free, um, Nightcap feed, 
about all the, the all the fires that this league creates for itself because at the bottom of all of it, it's it's the best product that you could honestly have when it comes to a display of athleticism and excitement and fluidity and all that. And they've gotten gotten it to a point where it's that excitement level where you get fans that are not just invested, that are interested, because hockey fans will always be invested, but casual hockey fans will not always be interested. And so they've gotten it to this point. And so when you have all this off-the-field BS, the NFL goes through, the NHL goes through, all this stuff, you're like, can you get out of your own way? We're just trying to enjoy the good parts that you've provided for us because they exist in all of us, as well as our shortcomings. But maybe that's just about us focusing on shortcomings rather than our successes. Like you said, I'm lazy. Are you, though? That might just be, be a mindset here. Maybe it's an individual mindset and just kind of a, an overall community one as well. Well, I think that this is an important time for hockey, just as an outsider. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that it's on, I can go on ESPN or watch it on TNT. Like, I'm sorry, I wasn't checking out NBC Sports Network no. to see some type of playoff game. Pierre uh, McGuire didn't do it for you. Yeah, and, and I'm going to throw a blue flag, which is when I have to have a hockey question just going back to Gary Bettman saying that this really isn't a big issue for all intents and purposes. Um, and I know there's more into my question, but when the lightning brought back that player in the playoff run yep. and he hadn't played all season, was that like not a huge determining factor of them winning the championship that year? It was, but this is where you start getting into the waters of intentionality, right? And this is a, this is a question for, for all of our justice people too, because whether they intended to skirt the rule or not, straight up, Nikita Kucherov makes like $9.5 million. He was not on the books for the regular season. And when the postseason starts, there are no books. He was allowed to go back on. So if you have all of a sudden $9.5 million more value at your disposal on your roster, do you think that tips the scales? Yes. 100%. Just like how the notes that, like I said, the second time around, the second time we made this mistake, the notes that are being taken by teams like the Vegas Golden Knights and other squads, because it's not necessarily about the circumnavigation. It's about, well, can we have this person go on long-term IR? Do they need a little more time? And the league will look into it. Like Everything seems to be above the, above the table and everything's good when it came to the Kucherov deal, when it comes to Mark Stone, when it comes to everybody here. But when there's smoke, there's usually fire, right? And just certain teams have really push the boundaries in what is maximizing value. And so whether it's this t- these two teams that continue to utilize this new mindset or the ones that are on the rise doing it, regardless, we have teams that are all of a sudden potentially adding players that tip the scales unnecessarily. And so that's why I'm like, we're going to table it for next time. I'm like, okay, I get that maybe it's not a big enough smoke plume but, like, why don't we be proactive about this? No, 100%. This is the time to be. And then I have one more question. So mm-hmm. if you go over the salary cap, like, that's just not allowed. Like, for instance, in the NBA, uh, there's a luxury tax and things like that. Like, can you just straight not do it in the NHL? No, you'll, you'll have to, like, send people down. Like, or and and okay. or put them on long-term IR. You stash them, okay. and then their money comes off the books until they're ready to be reactivated again. And then when they're ready to be reactivated again, that amount of cap space now has to be present on your roster again. Okay. It's kind of like it's kind of like just puzzle fitting, right? You have I have this yeah. big of a piece, it's out. No, I, I can either supplement it with another piece that makes that much money, but there's not, you know, Mark Stones that you can insert in your lineup every day. So we're gonna do it with these three. Okay. But then there's all these other rules too of like if you're in the AHL and you're on a two way contract, if you get sent up and then to get back 
to get sent back down. You have to go on waivers. And that means people can claim you. Like, so they don't have a lot. Do they it, get options like in baseball or no? Well, uh, kind of. Yeah, I, I'm not it's too super. Deep. Okay, well, you, I just like I, you know me. I just stop the pucks, and this is kind of like what, <laughs> at least my understanding of it. But I, I know that if if you call up certain players like on one way contracts or two way contracts, like other teams can have a crack at them. And we know that the Golden Knights weaponize their assets unlike anybody else. And straight up, people don't want to lose their players for nothing. That already happened to this team. That happened when uh, Philadelphia took our guy, Patrick Brown. That happened to our guy last week who got taken by the Kraken after he played one game and scored one goal for us. Like It's not ideal, but considering what the environment has been fostered in the pandemic the last couple of years where there's a lot of people in and out of the lineup for either long-term injury reasons or I just they tested positive for COVID there's have to there's had to be extra transactions now I wish the NHL would have kept the taxi squad all year because we could have avoided all of this or a lot of a lot of that but that's where you can when you have more chaos in the water it's easier for people to take advantage that's just straight yeah. up. That's just that's how our minds go. And that's their job for teams and organizations. Absolutely. So like, Absolutely. If you're not trying to do that, then they're not doing their job, whether and you like it or not. Ultimately, commissioners work on the behalf of the owners. Yeah. And so it's about enough owners saying, I have a problem. Maybe there's not enough to say that there's a problem. But then again, I would say that the NHL probably isn't the best barometer, at least those involved at the best barometer, of telling when a problem is a problem. Like I said, Gary Bettman, moral beacon, knows what abuse is. Might need to explore that within ourselves just a little bit more, Gary. But who am I to say, who am I to judge, and who am I to be but other than myself? Uh, The self will certainly be in our conversation on the other side of the break. Endangered landscapes. Coaches have hot seats, but players have endangered landscapes. Who's the inspiration? Who is most vulnerable? We'll get into all that in a bag of chips on the other side. Love for the bet. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Adrian, you've officially been wired into my brain. I haven't told you. (laughs) Like, when I hear this song, which comes up on my playlist quite regularly because it's just a soupy banger, right? Thanks. feel like you're in uh, quicksand right now in some way. That the first time we played this, it was one of the first songs we played on this program, and you, like, literally walked us up. And there was this point where, Lindsay. And so that's what I hear every time in my head <laughs> before the beat drops. And so impacts can be made. I like it. No, yep. I love this song. You got great taste in music. Thank you. And we're just, you know, exploring some of the corners. You didn't even know that I was a huge beat oven fan. We de- dedicated our entire first. You got to stop dropping it out because I'm going to start swearing. <laughs> I can't deal with that. I'm going to, are you make? I will redo the entire system. Uh, and put the full version of songs. Excellent. Well, it's better uh, for us to get on this now rather Mark, than letting the listening. whole thing build up and then having to do it later on. Because I uh, am forwarding the uh, Odyssey uh, legal emails <laughs> they, directly they to you. Okay, so Lindsay. <laughs> but you know what? Our listeners aren't. So that's all. That's who we're trying to please. Exactly. We're not doing anything illegal unless we're swearing, which we're trying to avoid at all costs today. And sometimes it is tough because people are dumb. Sports are happening, and sometimes those converge into one. But this segment is not about illuminating something that's like bothersome or talking about one of those super deep topics that we tend to explore here on the Playmakers. Now we're going to talk about some endangered landscapes for players because I was reading this, or by reading I mean skimming uh, this article in the Ringer earlier today that talked, or at least titled 
the Tariq Hill trade is an opportunity and an ultimatum for Tua Tagovailoa. And I'm like, hmm, let's see where this idea goes, shall we? Because coaches have hot seats. We all have the different degrees on on, on where everybody is sitting. Is it how long have they been there? How have the results been? Is it their fault? Are they making the right calls? Are they taking timeouts at the right time? Are their players hurt? Like all of these things we have to take in consideration. And we're going to do the same thing for players right now, or at least some some big name players that we think have endangered landscapes. And by endangered landscapes, I mean uh, an environment that maybe hasn't bent to his will yet because he hasn't conquered it. At least when we're talking about the men's teams, because I think that's truly the distinction between like you know your your Aaron Rodgers and your Tua Tagovailoa's, which is besides all of the things that the way that they play football, but we know that Aaron Rodgers, what he says goes, right? He has conquered his environment so much that it bends to his will. I don't think that's the same thing for Tua. And so when it comes to the existential threats against Tua or other players in endangered environments, uh, change of scenery for that player, change of senior personnel like coaching or, or, or personnel group leaders, change of teammates, options at, at, at skill positions, stuff like that. AKA, we're going to mess some things up around here because whatever's happening ain't working. And so I just want to kind of think about some of the players that are in similar mindsets, not just in football, like across sports as well. The more, the more time I started thinking about it, I'm like, it's not so much players have to prove themselves to organizations anymore. It's that organizations have to prove themselves to players. No, 100%. And especially like that idea the past two to three years in the NFL has kind of infect, infected, quote unquote, the league where more and more often it's the opposite now. And in some cases now it's both. Right. Because or or it's we're, we're building to, to do the exact thing that everybody else has done in the NFL, except it's for next year. Tua, this is for you to kind of crash and burn, not really, but not get to the point where you're good enough, where it gives us an excuse to say, you're not there. We need to go chase the big fish. Oh, you don't see this as like a true opportunity for them? No. Like, they're at least In Miami, sh- you know they're so good at giving true opportunities to people in leadership positions, right? No, just ask Brian Flores. No, 100%. I just think that to pull the trigger on some of the moves that they made and the amount of money that they had, it's a short leash. I'll, I'll give you that. Right. But I do think... That, you know, this is a true opportunity and it just speaks to the the timing and the necessary like, yo, your your window is it, some people would say three years. Yeah. Some people would say three years. Now it's closer to just two years. But the true skill is calling it when it's a, when it's your time to be at the window, because you you could be looking at it. But it doesn't mean that it's your turn on the ledge. Right. Yeah. And Miami's one of those teams that has fashioned itself close to a ledge. And that's where I think that this is setting up to be uh of uh, not a lose-lose situation, but a very, very unlikely to win and lose situation for Tua Tagovailoa, unless he has like some transcendental step to his game this year. Because what's the difference between the stancing we're seeing from this and say the Cleveland Browns a year before this? I, I think they're similar. They're very, very similar right. situations where they put the tools, as much tools, mm-hmm. in the toolbox for their quarterbacks. You got the symphony. Let's see how the conductor do- goes. Yeah, and and that's and I think that another thing that kind of changed the mentality in, in terms of front offices is that they saw the Chiefs and Bills go back and forth and go, and oh. they're going to be here for so long. Yeah, yeah. And, and the talent, and they're like, oh, we don't got one of those. Yep. Different and, type of urgency. Yeah, and, but and it's also it's so strange because like 
take the Colts, for example, you know, they lucked out that that oh, Matt man. Ryan situation didn't open up, but they very well could have gone. And the Browns, same thing. They very well could have gone into these seasons with these quarterbacks that aren't going to facilitate the great team that's around them. Right. But they took that risk and it worked out with them. Matt Ryan, pretty decent. He might bounce back because it's a pretty good team. But it's some of these risks and philosophies that teams aren't being being partnered with their, their picks or, right. or these players that they get that if it doesn't work out, they're not willing to spend all these years figuring that out. Well, and just think of the situation that this little case study that we've basically wandered into. If we're going to take the Indianapolis Colts and the Cleveland Browns, right, and made basically the same decision. I'm going to move on from my quarterback from last year. Now, commitment levels were different for both teams, be that with Carson Wentz versus Baker Mayfield. But one team decided to move on, and everybody is basically on board with what Ursay did, right? We all did you get hear it. what he said about yes. Carson Wentz earlier oh, yes. today? And that's 100% this is vaccine-related. This is 100%. If you're not all in, there are people that understand what all in means, and there are some people that say that they do. And the people that say that they do oftentimes find ways to talk themselves into pretty choice situations. But when the going gets tough and the chips are on the table and you're playing Jacksonville, if you don't have a good foundation, it's going to collapse. I don't care what you have on that team. And that's exactly what Ursay basically said. He thinks the football gods, Lindsay. The yeah. football gods. Well, they're, not, they're, they're just down the street from the hockey gods. They all play in the same cul-de-sac, do they not? And so, but when it comes to that decision to move on, everybody understands that one. And then on, on the other side of the spectrum, we have the Cleveland Browns where they decide to move on for all of the wrong reasons, right? And like you said, it's a big risk for both teams to take. And what, what their success will look like will largely decide the very short-term futures for either of these teams because what if the Cleveland Browns aren't good? What if he's not available? What if he is available and it doesn't work? Then what happens? You have to you have to formulate True. this in your mind. And but, then, and same to Indianapolis. But the thing is, that's, Indianapolis has been useless, and Cleveland has been too. But that was an unnecessary risk for Cleveland to take. It was not an unnecessary risk for, for the Indianapolis Colts to take. Why is leadership different in terms of whether Carson Wentz would take the vaccine or not or teammates of Baker Mayfield didn't believe in him? Why is that different? I think it's different in terms of your your willingness of sacrifice. Like I would not expect other people to do for me what I'm not willing to do for myself or others. And so it's not so much that I don't have the problem with the vaccine as much. I have a problem with the decision-making of saying, I don't need to be on the boat with everybody else. Yeah. Because for me, it's not about, we'll, get, we'll just deep dive it here. For me, it was never about what's in the vaccine. It's about I have family that are, are on the front lines working in, in ERs, and I'm willing to take on the risk that maybe there's something in here. I don't think there is because I trust our doctors. I trust our medical system to an extent, at least with these vaccines, that I'm willing to take on that risk rather than po potentially bogging down whoever my cousin's equivalent is at this hospital or to not go into the hospital. Like that's that's what I'm going for. And so that's where I'm looking for that different higher level of thinking. It's not about what's right for me. It's about What's the larger right thing to do right here? And sometimes people aren't willing to make that sacrifice, and that's fine. But if you expect to go into battle with somebody like that who's not willing to go the extra mile, that that's where the line is for me. And 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 you you brought it into a much deeper sense. But one thing that that stuck out to me as all this was going on and mm -hmm. we were going into the season, Baker Mayfield himself very kept it very football and said, "Look, 
at a certain point, it's a competitive advantage. Exactly. If all of us have it. Exactly. So simple as plain without all the politics and everything. Yep. I just, and that's the problem. We made it a political issue and it's not. Yeah. And so when I look at these two issues, I do think they're, they're, there's different type of leadership problems mm-hmm. where Baker was a polarizing figure. Um, I don't think teammates had his back. I think it was very evident that throughout this OBJ situation, Jarvis Landry was like, yo, I'm not going to talk. Very few people talk to the media right. about the situation. And and no one, I still cannot find any teammate that came out in full support of Baker. Right. And, and granted, he had the toughness and things like that. But as we speak on the Dolphins now setting the table up for Tua. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons why this is a make or break year for him, right or wrong, because of injuries and everything. And mm-hmm. this might be his true first season is that when you get these organizations and these front offices that aren't tied to you, that didn't pick you, that didn't set up this team mm-hmm. and see you the have talent. To read the room. So, and that was the situation that Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry were, yep. where they set up this team and Baker wasn't their guy. We got so, it. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I get it. We're getting a little bit away from, from what we're talking about here, but it's, it's an important nuance and distinction to make because ultimately the results of Baker Mayfield and Carson Wentz no longer being on this team are the same. But the routes in which they got there and the decisions that they made to put themselves in the position, we all have control, way more control over our lives than we actually think, and we all have less than we actually think. It's one of those weird paradoxes. But this is where you're putting yourself into a completely different situation because ultimately those two quarterbacks we were just talking about, they're both white. Like that's another thing you have to bring to this conversation because two was not. And we all know about the the history with Miami Dolphins. And so that's why I'm like, I get nervous for the windows, for the windows of opportunity for individuals and the windows of opportunity that be that for teams. And because we're not all operating under the same morals, under the same creeds, and that's a good thing, some people aren't afforded the same opportunities, be that in quantity or quality. And so I'm cheering hardcore for Tua because and, and for any for any quarterback. That is is a, is a minority just because there's so much stacked against you and you have to be above and beyond better. And so when you see that accomplished, it's so inspiring to see someone rise through that level of adversity, level of adversity that I can't truly understand, but I can recognize someone overcoming an uh, innumerable challenge, even with all of the tools that he's been enabled with for this upcoming season, because as we were talking about on the show, what's not automatic success. And so it's about how much time people are putting in, in the off season, away from practice, everything else. And sometimes you can do all that, 10 out of 10, balls to the wall, and it won't be enough in the moment. But there's a difference between people who are willing to go balls to the wall in that moment and people who are willing to go balls to the wall in every other moment. And I think, too, is the latter. I think most quarterbacks are the latter. But again, we can be fooled into thinking that certain quarterbacks or certain leaders are one way when they're just a very, very good salesman. No, true, uh, and I'm I'm just curious uh, with his Viking experience. Not interested in seeing Teddy. I, I love on the Vikings or no, no, on, on the Miami. Dolphins because with the I want backup. them to compete. I want them to compete. And Teddy, I, Teddy's going to be a good locker room guy, whether he's starting or not. I, I forget. Is it a one year deal or is it a two year deal? Uh, I believe it was a one year deal. Yeah, I, Teddy's looking to for for another spot to land for a potential starting job, and and. I don't know. Maybe that window's starting to close for him a little bit too because he's never really been able to take that big step where it's going to say, we're going to stick with you, my guy. Um, but I, I think at the very least, you're going to have a healthier, cohesive unit in there and a, and a better support system around the immediate group of Tua. Ownership, I don't know. 
I don't know. But they picked him. They've kept him there for the last three years, and now they've given him the tools. And so there are no excuses. And you have the the brand-new head coach, which is a, more a strength than a weakness these What's days. What's his name? Oh, is that Microdose McDaniel over there? You got him? So I told this guy, I met him, I was like, hey, what's your name? Okay, Socrates, okay? All right, Socrates, the only thing I know is that I know nothing. And he was like, you're right. I'm going to write that down and take credit for it. <laughs> Socrates did that? Yeah, and then I got back in the time machine and then <laughs> came back. You know what blows my mind? Can you guys answer this for me real yeah, quick? Okay, sure. so the movie Try. Back to the Future. Okay. Okay. Right. They, go, they go to the future, right? Yes. You know, hence the title. Mm-hmm. In the future, they have hoverboards and all this stuff. They have whatever the things are. Anybody notice that there wasn't a cell phone? So what is in front of us? <gasps> oh. Maybe the Dolphins win the Super Bowl. Whoa. Nobody would have predicted that. Maybe the Dolphins win the Super Bowl, and then all humankind evolves to have fins. Whoa! Hell yeah. Fins, gills, whatever. I don't really know how to wrap up or top that. Audio courtesy of Pat McAfee's show. Thank you, Pat. The great yeah, question. thanks, Pat. We're gonna have to cut that one down a little bit, just probably to the to that last part, just to make sure we can fit this entire show in. But don't worry, we have a few more minutes before we send you off into the abyss. News according to Adrian on the way on the other side. Eleven forty, the bet. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
Hernandez and Lindsey Brown. The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Is this Mac? Yes, it is. Listen to this, man. The ears are sensitive, even though I'm not the biggest Mac Miller fan. Very distinctive in his yeah. vocal pattern. Yes, off of uh, his last album before he passed away. Yeah. Um, it's called Blue World, super fantastic. And you know Mac and other super fantastic music, Lindsay? Mm. It's available right now Where? for free. It's like an exclusive music station, courtesy real? of Odyssey. So you can download that Odyssey app for free and take a listen uh, to my newly launched Hip Hop Underground of the best in the underground music of hip hop and R&B. Brand new, just launched like two weeks ago. Already updated with some new albums that dropped over the weekend. You updated it before I updated mine. Yeah, and then also, and I'm so glad you brought up yours, because Lindsay, you have one as well, right? Yeah, mine's a little bit more of an eternal feeling. It's called the Hype Master Locker Mix, and it's absolutely meant to inspire you to the point of energy where you run through a wall. I love it. Yes. That's I have $2. Will that get me the Odyssey app? Yes, it will, because it's actually, you can keep those two bucks in your pocket, (gasps) because it's absolutely free. All you have to do is type in Odyssey. A-U-D-A-C-Y. On your App Play Store, and take a listen, or go to odyssey.com. Wherever you have a signal and access to the internet, you can check it out. A lot of good music. Uh, And with that being said, it is now time for News According to Adrian. And sadly, we bring you news that affects your daytime TV habits and your viewing habits in the waiting room of the doctor's office because after 30-plus years of determining whether you are or are not the father... Stop it! No! Mari's retiring! Mari Povich is retiring uh... from television. Povich... Povich is... Povich... Mari Povich? Povich is? How do you... Oh, boy. Mari. We're off to a great start bringing this back. Povich's eponymous show... Did I spell that right? His hippopotamus show? No, 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 no. His eponymous, E-P-O-N-Y, eponymous show. We get paid to talk, or at least I do somehow, unbelievably. Thank you, Mark. Uh, Mari is ending its original run this September. Don't worry. The show will still be in syndication for another 10 years at least, though. Thank goodness. Mari's 83 years old, man. Dude, I remember going home, and there was a point in middle school where instead of watching like Nickelodeon or like Arthur or something like that, all of a sudden, four o'clock rolled around, and this is what I turned on. And I felt like such a bad kid. I'm like, I felt like I was doing the worst thing. And I'm not supposed to be watching this, but I mean, between that, I was definitely a Mari person. I wasn't a huge Springer person, but. How about Judge Judy? No, no, not really. How about Premed Impacto? No, that wasn't on the list either. Mostly just Mari. Yeah, what a what a run he's had. Judge Judy's still going. Yeah. Well, she's got ca- uh, checks to cash. Well, she 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 ditched TV. She went with Amazon. She on talk now? Well, apparently Amazon um, owns the IMDb TV streaming station thing oh, where you can catch it exclusively. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she took the check. She's still doing. She's smart. She's still doing things. Um, but yeah, Mari, unfortunately, uh, wow, is saying goodbye. What a run! How are we supposed to finish the show after I this? I don't news? really know. I have more news from the week. Do you? Where, from where? I was going to save it for tomorrow, but we'll do it now. Um, the U.S. study came out today, and Nevada is the second most stressed state in I the United States. I wonder why. It's not like this entire town is meant to incite feelings of excitement, urgency, and overall tension. Uh, they do actually have rankings on reasons for the stress. Really? So in Nevada... We are number one in terms of stressed out because of divorce rates. Oh, I'm not shocked there. 
But wow. I, I'm really, I'm kind of shocked by the, I suppose everybody, it's traumatic whether or not you expect it to happen or not, right? No, it is. I mean, I'm kind of going through it right now. It's kind of, well, not a divorce, but it's kind of tough. Anyway, this show just got super deep. Uh, fourth in, or let's see, the, the, we're ninth in terms of housing affordability um, and being stressed about oh, being I able to afford like where it. you live. Well, it was pretty affordable before the last like two years happened, and now we're we're catching up to everybody at like breakneck speeds. And so I, I would absolutely put my uh, one of my very few coins in the coffer of stress about rent. Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent. Well, another thing is that like I had to ask you if we're getting paid this week because I'm like, can I make this payment right now? Because if I do, <laughs> am I going to have enough, have enough money in my account to make rent? Well, you know, like landlords are now like feasting. They're like, ha, three well, years of you screwing us. Now we can screw you. They make it super convenient that you can only pay online on the day. And it's through like, you know, just another Some random website. website where they charge you, know, you $2 for using a debit card. Well, yeah. And clearly like the $40 printer that everybody uses is definitely necessary. But it's just like, I did not expect to be making these decisions at this point in my life and just being like, can I pay my medical bills or pay rent right now? But here we are. Yeah, we are no. all here. A lot of us are. No, 100%. That's loves scary. company. There was also like a, a big chain restaurant that sent out an email to like district Dude, managers. let me tell you about that boycott that I'm full blown at participating in. That's BS. Are we talking about the same? I think, are we talking about the bees and the birds and yes. where they come out of the apples? Yes. No, that's nuts, bro. How does that happen today? Where CEO guy puts it in an email Ha, 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 gas prices are going up. That means people are going to be applying to more jobs or more jobs with us. And so we can gouge wages again. Like who puts this in email form? Well, Gruden and like. Yeah, author, I was saying he, uh, he yeah. ain't out with like, Johnny people are, d- people are dumb as hell. Men and Papa think, John. Men think that they're above reproach and above <laughs> any sort of rectification of their wrong. That's the only thing I have. That's the only honest, logical answer. For most of this stuff. So you're not, so as you said, Dude, boycott, as someone you're not going who's there? a huge fan, and as you know this, I've struggled a lot with food this year, and I'm on a yeah. really good track. And part of that track was because of them, because I ordered from there a couple times. Consistent food is so important for someone like me. Yeah. And they, and they bring that, especially with to-go orders. But as someone who, like... My, my social justice meter is, is like a 15 out of 10 always. So if I see any sort of this, I'm like, you're done in my book. Yeah. You're done. I can't support you. I, I, I stopped eating Crave cereal because the people were boycotting the cereal people. Like where, where they're making the meals. I'm like, stand tall. Because I, I, people's well-being and care about that is bigger than any product I buy. 100%. Plus that restaurant's starting to give me the poops, so well, I'm Well, that's too. what we don't need. We need to hold all of that in at least through tomorrow because we'll be back for another spirited edition of the Playmakers, 3 to 5 p.m. each and every day. Thank you to Adrian. Thank you to all listeners. Be well to each other, but mostly to yourselves. Use blinkers because people are dying, and we'll see you tomorrow. Great times. Sports! Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.